It's time to go around Broadway with Charles Isherwood, theater critic of the New York Times. John Grisham's popular novel, A Time to Kill, was turned into a movie back in 1996. Now it's a stage play on Broadway, adapted by Rupert Holmes, the writer and composer who made the unfinished Charles Dickens book, The Mystery of Edwin Drood, into a successful musical. This new production is directed by Ethan McSweeney. It's at the John Golden Theater. Charles, given the popularity of Grisham, it might be surprising that his books haven't been staged before. Does A Time to Kill work in the theater? Well, he's really good at making a crackling story crackle, and he writes very well-defined characters. But there's not a lot of nuance, and I think one problem with the production for me is that the characters didn't really have sufficient depth so that I felt I was watching basically a procedural, the kind of thing that I could see any night on Law and Order or, you know, The Good Wife or any number of legal dramas. You can't avoid them these days. Lots of people have seen the movie. Does the stage play have anything different to offer? Well, that's what's so strange. I mean, I was looking at the film shortly before I saw the production, or at least parts of it. And when I went to see the show, I realized that they'd cast some of the key roles basically because the actors looked like the stars of the movie. Sebastian Arcelus plays uh, Jake Briggins, the young lawyer who's fighting to get a uh, black man off a murder charge. And he looks a lot like Matthew McConaughey, who did it in the movie. And then Patrick Page, who plays his uh, opponent, the district attorney, sometimes seems to be giving an impersonation of Kevin Spacey, who was in the movie. It's been said that the characters in Dickens' novels don't change very much. They are who they are, and it's about the story. It would sound to me like a John Grisham story is much the same way. So it might seem to make sense for Rupert Holmes to bring this kind of thing to the stage. Does he have the same nuance here, the same success that he had with Edwin Drood? Well, Edwin Drood had the advantage that it was actually a musical so that you had these musical interludes that actually amplified the characters. This, of course, is a straightforward play with a lot of plot to get through. And ultimately, I feel like you know from the beginning that the good characters are good, the bad characters are bad, and uh, you don't really wonder, as you really must in these kind of stories, whether somebody is going to be, you know, ending up on death row. So the courtroom calculation plays into this thing. How does A Time to Kill stack up against something like Inherit the Wind or Witness for the Prosecution? Well, unlike Inherit the Wind, there aren't any large, you know, philosophical questions at stake. But of course, you can make a good courtroom drama out of much lesser fare. But in this case, I didn't feel they really captured the kind of tension you want. You really want those lawyers to be going at each other and to feel that really the outcome is unknown or perhaps not inevitable. In this case, I really felt that it was. A John Grisham novel, A Time to Kill, now on stage at the John Golden Theater. We go around Broadway each week with Charles Isherwood, theater critic of the New York Times, here on WQXR.